Listener Production. If you're a mum, you might be familiar with the concept of quote unquote bouncing back. Here's the thing it's impossible for you to go back in time. You've changed. You're a mum. And maybe part of that means your body has changed too. Lindy Cohen, aka the Nude Nutritionist, she's also a mum and she's a dietitian, nutritionist, podcast host, and author of Your Weight Is Not the Problem. Today, we talk about the problem with bouncing back and the pressure we put on mums. The idea of bouncing back to me is kind of ridiculous because you've just grown a human in your belly and then you've delivered it into the world. So I think the idea that you're going to look like you did pre-babies is kind of stupid. It's so stupid. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like how would you ever look the same? Like you're irrevocably, like whether or not you're the same size, you will be a different person. And there are fundamental physiological changes that probably will never be unwound. So for example, my feet have gone up a shoe size, my ribs have expanded, my hips have expanded, and these will never contract again, irrespective of how much weight I could, would lose. And I have a C-section scar. I have stretch marks on my stomach. The skin is looser. There is a little less collagen everywhere and a bit more stretch going on. And that is fine. I choose for that to be fine. And that is the thing is an active decision that I, in a way, when I had my first child, there was a period where I had an identity crisis where I had to mourn the person I was before and welcome in this new person who I had become because I was never going to get back to that person. And I decided that I didn't want to. Because here I was with my kids and the body that I occupied back then in my 20s, I didn't even like that body. You know, I always found fault with that body and I will continue to find things that I find imperfect with this body, but it's a decision I'm making to go, this body is still worthy, which is something we talked about quite a bit. And so your post-baby body is bullshit. It doesn't exist. Some women will lose weight quickly back to like their original weight. And it's very triggering for them when people make comments like, oh, you look like you haven't had a baby at all. And I feel like it completely misses the thing that they have literally just grown a child inside of them. And I think all those comments are incredibly unhealthy. I also find this whole trend of the nine months in nine months out, I can't help but feel like it feels like you're trying to show people that your body has returned to normal after nine months. I know for some people it feels differently, but when I see it online, the woman's nine month post, she's like standing in a bikini or like, look at me now. And it's just perpetuating this idea that after nine months, that's this time by which you need to be back to what you look like before. You will never look like how you look like before. You'll be better and you'll be stronger. If I think about Taria as an 18 year old, Physically perfect, right? Good looking, great skin, gorgeous. But if I think about what my mindset was back then, I didn't like how I looked. I thought my nose was too big. I thought I was fat, all of those things. So I think you've got to remember that when you reflect on previous versions of yourself, you also have to think about how you felt about yourself at that time. So even if you are physically perfect and flawless, there are still going to be things about yourself which you do not like. 
And I think the same is happens when you become a mum. And again, it's I almost just remove myself from the equation because it actually doesn't matter how I feel about myself. But what does matter is that I still need to look after my body. I still need to care for it. I still need to nourish it with wholesome foods. I still need to take it out for a run and give it some exercise because it makes my body and it makes me feel happier and less stressed. For me, when I've had that attitude towards my body, body, there's no punishment. I guess for me, it just reduces those quote unquote rules that we have for ourselves. This might feel divergent, but I think it's something I want all people to know. If getting dressed feels stressful for you in the morning, whether or not you've just had a baby or you haven't just had a baby or you had a baby 10 years ago, if getting dressed is stressful, there is a something wrong with your clothes, not something wrong not with you. your body, okay? Your clothes are meant to fit your body. Your body's not meant to have to fit your clothes. And that for myself, I have multiple different sizes that I have in my wardrobe, bra sizes, because, geez, those those ladies, they grow, they shrink, they flatten into pancakes. Who knows what's going to happen to them? And so I've got bras for different occasions. And I know that means that my wardrobe is a bit full, but that's the way it is. I have a place where I can store clothes that I don't currently fit into, larger sizes, smaller sizes, and that's okay. But if you open your wardrobe and you have that feeling like, I don't know what to wear, I have nothing to wear, there is something wrong with your clothing and you also need to change how you shop. So often I was doing this thing before kids, after kids, I'm going to buy something because I really like the product, but it's a bit tight. It's a bit small. I liked the idea of being a certain size in my clothing. And so I, I maintained that I had to buy that size, irrespective of the fact that clothing brands completely shift depending on what brand you're buying, mm. irrespective mm. of the fact that sometimes when you've got jeans, it's really nice to get the larger size so you have more wiggle room so you don't feel like, you know, in a sausage casing. It's really important. And so for me, one of the most liberating things is this isn't about letting myself go. This is me going, I'm going to go up a size in my jeans, in my my bra size where, um, the, when it goes around my chest because that feeling too tight, I don't know why I for so many years thought the smaller that size, the smaller I was. No, the more uncomfortable I'm going to be. Mm. No one cares what size you are. So buying clothes that feel slightly larger. It also allows some wiggle room in case you throw it in the dryer and it shrinks a little bit. And so you might need to change how you shop so that you're not buying clothes for one day. And if you have your skinny jeans, you know, jeans that you feel like you can only fit into when you're a certain size and they taunt you, put them up in a cupboard, give them away. Someone else can wear them because it's not serving you. Don't put off your current happiness for a potential future happiness. And I think this idea, like if you wear your clothes that don't really fit that's going to mean that you don't eat and that's going to help you lose weight it doesn't really work like that because I think if we're happy and we're comfortable and we're eating what it is that we want to and we're moving our bodies when we want to doing that is a way healthier approach it's what we've just talked about as opposed to using clothes as a punishment using diet rules as a punishment not eating as a punishment. They're very different mindsets. I talk about practicing gratitude a lot and often people will say to me, oh, well, if you're grateful for how your life is now, then that means that you're not really working towards anything. And that means you're just like happy to accept everything and you're not really like achieving anything and you're not really ambitious. And I don't believe that to be the case. I think when you practice gratitude, you're focusing on the things in your life that are going 
great for you. You're focusing on the people in your life that you love. That just puts you in a happier, more grateful mindset. And I tell you what, there's a lot more things that you can get done when you feel happier and grateful and more fulfilled than when you feel disappointed, annoyed, stressed, irritated. You can't hate yourself into a version of yourself that you like. Oh my God, you're like a fucking sage. Like you just have all of these. Call me Yoda. Like all of these, all of these one-liners. Okay. What are some of the ways people can change how they feel about themselves? First a tip I really like is we need to become aware of the thoughts in our brain. Very oh. important. So when you hear that little voice that says, oh, you look like shit right now, or you're too big to do this, or you know what happens is like, you know, you, we all have this story of when we were like in our teens and someone made a comment about our bum or our thighs or our stomach. And now it's become this thing that we, every time we feel insecure, we go back to that thought. Um, of what, you know, our uncle or our dad or mother said to us. And we need to hear that voice when it pops up and we need to imagine that our brain is a radio. You hear the radio channel come on and you decide, you know what, I don't want to listen to this radio channel anymore. You notice the thought, you decide to flick the station. And you do that by Mm. thinking about a different thought or distracting yourself. And if that radio channel comes back on, oh, there's that negative body image talk. There's that uh, negative self-talk. We go, yeah, there's the radio station again. We're going to flip the switch. And you keep doing that. And if you keep doing that, we start to rewire your brain so that those thoughts become less pervasive. They're less in your brain. And the other thing we can do once we've got to that point is we can start to counteract them. So it could be something like, oh, you look so shit today. You really let yourself go. Do you know what? How I look is the least interesting thing about me and it's the least important thing about me and I'm going to run irrespective, change the channel, move on. And you keep repeating that process. And with time, these thoughts are not going to control you as much and you're going to feel you have so much more freedom and so much more happiness because we keep thinking I'll only be happy when I lose weight. That's not not the thing. You'll be happy when you decide that how much you weigh doesn't determine your happiness. Imagine this is the, your last day on earth. You're going to say, I wish I weighed less. Are you going to think, I wish I lived more. And I think so often we let how we feel about our body dictate our entire lives. It controls our thoughts. People can say, oh, this is superficial. This is so meaning, you know, meaningless. This is just how you look. No, this affects everything. This is so tied up with our self-worth and who we are and how we see ourselves. And that's why it's very important that we work on it rather than getting to the point where we've lived 80 years and we're still counting calories. Do you really want to spend the next decade, the next several decades in this mindset of how much you're allowed to eat and how much you weigh? Or are you ready to start going, I want to live my life and have food not be an issue and how much I weigh be a non-issue? I think you deserve that. Lindy will be back with us on a future episode of Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. In the meantime, go and give her a follow on Instagram at nude underscore nutritionist. She also has a website where you can find out more about her book, Your Weight is Not the Problem. I highly, highly recommend this book. And she's got a podcast, No Wellness Wankery. I've been a guest on her podcast. It's a banger. She's also got a Keep It Real program where you can learn how to stop binge eating for good. So head to lindycohen.com to find out more information about all of those. 
Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new Pep Talks every day. Listener.